yeah, where do we begin? Obviously, first and foremost, uh, lack of football. Um, you know, the fans, the the team, myself, we all live for football. So what a what a huge loss to us, um, not being able to go out and do what we love and put on a show for the incredible fans. But um, you know, uh, like you briefly mentioned, like I've been playing football for almost twenty years, so that's been my summer um taken for the last 20 years as i see it so uh not having football in my life right now you know i i feel like i lost a little little part of me i guess i find myself kind of just wandering around the house staring at, at walls at times i just not really sure and then even with the the lack of sports online even fill those voids at, at, at one time like it was uh, I, I surely a truly unique summer it was just uh, incredible to see how everything unfolded let's talk about uh what you've been doing uh the cfl season of course has been canceled there was so much of the unknown going on through the whole process from uh, right from March right up until when it got uh, got canceled, uh, I guess it was in August. Tell me about the emotions you felt through that whole thing about not knowing what was happening and hearing some stories and then hearing other stories that kind of contradicted everything. How did you ride it out? Uh, you know what, I, I, I must sound like an old broken record here, but uh, just controlling what you can control, that's kind of been my motto throughout my whole career, just no sense worrying about the things you can't control. Um, I knew that there was people on, on both sides of it uh, fighting for, you know, uh, what's right for the players and what's equal and fair and, and hashing it out and getting that job done. So um, not being a, a vocal vocal part of that, um, just riding it out and, and just staying positive and, and knowing that the people that need to be battling it out are, are you know, have your best interests in mind and, and doing it for you. So obviously, uh, thank you to, you know, both the PA and the CFL and getting it done. Um, but from a personal standpoint, uh, you know, you're preparing all off season for, for a season in May and, and you're trying to get your body in shape and trying to peak at that time. And then, you know, you get hit in March with, you know, uh, combines being canceled and then, okay, well, what do we do from here? Still train like there's going to be a season. And then that gets pushed back. You know, we're thinking, uh, Canada day start. We're thinking, you know, end of the July start. Now we're thinking August keeps getting pushed back. So, you know, that, that's a mentally tolling thing on your mind right in your body as you're trying to go through your off season and you know as much as you want to keep doing the five six training sessions a week at that intensity like your body needs a break and it was hard for me to you know keep grinding through the uncertainty um obviously showing up was the easy part but you know running that extra sprint or doing that extra mile or you know the extra set some days just felt like the weight seemed heavier and your legs seemed more tired and it was just daunting some days to, to have to push through it. But, you know, you stay connected with your teammates. Um, my coaches call me plenty of times, you know, chat a little bit about the, uh, the game and about the playbook and your, all your well-being. So you stay connected and just hearing from them and other people that we're all going through it together. And, you know, I might be having a down day and my buddy, you know, my teammates pick me up or vice versa. And, you know, just staying in contact and making the best of a unfortunate circumstance and, just trying to keep the glue together, uh, you know, between your teammates and just getting each other through it. So I think that's uh, what helped me the most. And obviously trying to trying to stay busy around my, my new house back here in my hometown with um, with my girlfriend, Michaela, and just working through it one day at a time. It kind of felt like some days were on repeat, but you just you just keep going, right? And now, now we're here. It's September. <laughs> Next thing you know, you blink and it's six months later. Indeed. And, and you know now that there's nothing, and, and I mean, God willing, everything begins in, in May with training camp for the 2021 right. season on time. What is your approach now? How do you, how do you approach staying in shape? Because and, and, as, you, as you mentioned, it's all about kind of peaking at the right time and, and being ready for when May hits to, to make your impact at training camp and then be ready for when the games start in June. 
Uh, well, um, fortunately, I've been paired up with an incredible trainer here in the Sioux, um, my guy Tyler. And, you know, although he still wants to see me coming in five, six times a week to at least get a sweat on, you know, we both identified some strengths, weaknesses, target areas. I mean, the way we see it, it's just uh, added time. It's not a loss of time. You know, I'm not I, – I have an advantage. Now my offseason started as soon as that call got made in August, right? So I get another additional three months to, you know, at least – stay consistent and keep the base there. And then when it's time to keep going, you know, back in the gym aggressively, when it's time uh, I'm feeling able to do so and then kind of come back full circle where I would be as if I was coming off of a season type of thing. But, uh, you know, it's it's part of our livelihood. And sure, some days you wake up and you stare at your shoes five minutes longer than you should before you put them on and go. But uh, it's part of what we do. It's part of the job, uh, part of our livelihood. So it's, it's not uh, – I don't find it difficult to just get up and go. But uh, some, some days it gets lonely out there training by yourself and – you, you just miss being around the team because you can't truly simulate a game of football. You can run, you can run all the indie drills or all the practice drills you want, but you can't simulate that, you know, 12 on 12 across from each other and getting that game feel. So that that's one of the only absences in training. I think that you can't simulate. There should be no excuse for anyone being out of shape when training camp starts in May, right? Because you've had enough time. Yeah, that's uh, again, that's, you know, um, I know some of the guys on the league and, you know, they're, they're determined to, to stay in peak shape and that's what's important right now. I mean, uh, you know, it's okay to eat a couple of cookies and stuff around the off season right now, but, uh, you know, uh, Hey, you know, the job starts in May. It's up to you what you do from now and then, uh, they leave it in our hands, uh, as, as, uh, franchises and, you know, um, you get paid to play football and, and show up in shape, so it's on you. And I think a lot of guys can handle that type of pressure. I don't think we've ever had a problem with somebody not being in shape come camp time because it's a, it's a want to, right? It's a, it's a mindset, and, and guys show up. Yeah, you want to get paid, you got to be in shape, right? <laughs> That's right. Uh, Labor Day. Um, obviously, the tradition is that, uh, that the green and gold is down in Calgary playing the Stampeders every Labor Day. It didn't happen this year for the first time in a long, long time. What did you do on Labor Day this year? Uh, this year... Um, and did you think spent, much about the game? You know what? I tried not to. I'm going through like severe withdrawals, but uh, you can't... If there's one game you wish you could play, it's that one. Um, you know, you come into training camp, you survive training camp, you head into the regular season, you, you get tired of hearing the saying, like, you know, one game at a time. Let's focus on this game. But you can't help but think, like, there's this game circled on my calendar, and I circled it in green, not in red, because we don't like that color. And we're going down the road to play a business, you know, go down to handle business. And uh, it was just um, my first time in, in three years now. I played that in that game three years in a row. And it's just different, something about the atmosphere. And, you know, obviously you bring half the city with you down down the highway there. And the Edmonton fans are, you know, come and watch. And it's just an incredible battle between two great teams. And it was hard not to be a part of that this weekend. Um, just uh, this weekend for myself on Labor Day, I was just uh, finishing that trip up in Sarnia uh, in the morning, and then I drove drove home on the Monday. So, uh, again, not not much out of me other than a little bit of traveling here, enjoying the last uh, what feels like the last couple of weekends of summer anyways. It really seemed to hit fans, I think, hard on, on the Labor Day weekend because that's, as you mentioned, that's the, that's the weekend everybody looks forward to. Uh, if you're going to one game, that's probably the one you go to every year. It just seemed that there was some finality to it all, that, that the season was cancelled. We knew it was cancelled, but when Labor Day hits and there's no games, it just seems so much more real. Right. And obviously the rivalry uh, is a big thing, but that's about the point in the season where you're, you're really trying to, well, you're really 
finding out who you are as a team. And, you know, there's only about, what, 10 games left, eight games left by that point, and you're trying to – you're trying to find your identity and that's one of the weekends that you're ready to showcase who you are and, and put the league on notice and send a message and start, you know, pushing for that playoff run. So it's always nice to uh, compete against uh, Calgary, usually one of the best in the, in the league. And, uh, Hey, play, play good football. You know, you just miss it. The competitiveness of it, you know, the battle, the camaraderie and making plays in front of your fans and in with, with and for your teammates and just, yeah, it's gut-wrenching not having that this year. I know, like, myself as a player feeling feeling the loss, but I can only imagine as fans, you know, <laughs> that's 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 one you look forward to for so long. It's the holiday. Everyone goes to this one, I feel like, and it, it's a tough pill to swallow. Uh, the NFL started last night. I don't know if you're an NFL fan, uh, but did you watch any of the game? And um, are you uh, – did it Did it kind of – I know I was watching and it kind of hit me hard. I kind of said, hey, man, I miss football when you get to finally watch something. <laughs> I think I watched that game uh, with my nose about an inch from the TV uh, and, and would, you know, drool out my mouth. But, um, man, it was good to see football. I am an NFL guy. I got to say I'm a Green Bay Packers fan, so at least I'm wearing – the same colors, right? Uh, but um, uh, unbelievable to see football back on. You know, I was a little curious to see how they do it. Makes me really miss it. Um, and I just, uh, I just found myself not watching as a spectator, just more as like a player, like watching the formations and watching the route concepts and just watching that that type of thing. I just so, I just feel like I, that's all I can do to stay involved in the game is just like study it, like film now. Is also enjoying the highlight plays, but like just, just. Uh, complete football withdrawal so it was nice to see the nfl on last night yeah absolutely um the next few months a lot of people are talking about how it's so very important for the canadian football league and i don't know how much uh involvement you have had or or are gonna have in in talks and 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 be aware of what's going on i know the comparison's been made to 2005 the 0506 nhl season when they came back from the lockout they changed some rules. They added the shootout. They they took out the the red line for passes. They came back with a more exciting product and a more kind of more unified uh, presentation. Do you feel that the CFL and the Players Association really have some work to do this off season to get to, into a position to to come back stronger than ever and be able to survive in twenty twenty one? Well, we've said it. This is this is a very unique situation. Um, yes, it sucks losing the 2020 season. Um, ultimately, did did we make the right decision? You have to believe yes. Uh, half the reason we, we didn't play in 2020 is to make sure this league survives pushing forward into the next season. So you got to believe that they're doing everything they can in their power to make this the best product going into next year, the safest product. You know what I mean? So I know, I know in my heart that a lot of, a lot of the right people and the right of the, a lot of the right ideas are, are being put in place. And it really is one of the first times I think we can just like, we're all getting along and, and, you know, t- the table's open for change and, and anything that's been nagging for the past couple C- CBAs, it's, it's a perfect opportunity to go to the negotiation table for an extended period of time and hash out the uglies and, and just focus on good quality CFL football in 2021. And I think that is, that's exactly what they're doing. And I think uh, I think we're going to have a fantastic, fantastic season next year and a fantastic product to, to show the fans. The hardest part is going to be waiting, though, right? Well, you know what? We're getting good at that, aren't we? <laughs> so, um, you know, 
Yeah, of course. But it uh, gives us the time to uh, grow as players, grow as coaches, humans, fans, you name it. Um, we're all in this together. Uh, what a unique circumstance. And, uh, you know, you really get to know yourself over that, that this long uh, this long extended offseason, what I'm made of. Well, you know, I'm sure my teammates are going through it. And, and uh, just learning and growing, man. Like, that's all we can do. You know, nobody saw it coming. I, I remember leaving the locker room, uh, you know, November, end of November, December, uh, early December last year thinking, you know, I'll see you, you know, at least once before the off season's over and then I'll, I'll be back in May and I'll see my teammates and had plans to go visit and, and train and all that thing. And, and wow, you know, just wow. Who, who would have thought? So, um, yeah, you know what? We keep saying a uh, bigger and brighter future. And I firmly believe that's the plan for the CFL.